When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to CHGO Bears After Dark, back where it's meant to be, where it all started with yours truly before Greg Braggs kicked me out of the show, and I'm finally able to get back because Braggs has been put on a one-night suspension because he's watching the Bulls game with our crew. Woot is here, as for always. Corey, I haven't seen you in a minute. Great to see you. Appreciate you. Oh man, I feel like it's, it's it's been a minute to see you, man. Um, but yeah, uh, I definitely like having you a part of this show more so than Braggs. Don't tell him I said that, right? Uh, yeah, no, no <laughs> you know, sometimes it's always good to have the bricklayer there, but it's always good to have that calm, you know. And uh, tonight, are you drinking some? What, what do you what do you call a drink? What do you? I, I am I am planning on having a couple of cockies, but. Uh, <laughs> We're going late night tonight, because I do have a very key 9 o'clock tennis match tonight, so I got to stay sober, unfortunately, for Bears After Dark to respect the game. But then late night tonight, you know, we'll we'll bust out, we'll bust out a a cocky or two, and and, then it'll be a good night for for one and all. How was your your turkey? I know you're fired up to talk about the defense, which we're going to do in a minute here. Renata, good to see you. I hope that your situation is 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 better, by the way. Um, as she's writing that, I, I would rather watch this than the Bulls game. Thank you, Renata. But I, she was she's going. She, she's uh oh. Apparently, I'm coming in kind of loud. Hold on there. We 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 met Renata a couple times. I met her when I when I played for the Bears, but she came to the the draft party, and you, yeah. you guys all met her. Yeah, she's she's one of, she's one of the diehards. Like she, she, Renata, she's shout out to you. A, a leader amongst leaders. Crystal is here. We're ready to go. Uh, apparently, my mic's a little bit louder. I hope it's better now. Steven, let me know. Appreciate you much better. Okay, good. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I apparently am a rookie. All over again. So, I'll get right into it tonight because uh, we're going to do this. We're going to the hour of power here. Woot, I, I texted you today, and you're like, I'm like, what what excites you about it? And you're like, the defense. And I, and I was thinking to myself before I text you, he's going to want to talk about the defense. He's going to want to talk about Montez. Yep. He's going to talk, want to talk. I mean, Big Dex looks like he's coming on here. I'm, I And I made the title tonight, like, has, has Montez, you know, basically unlocking this whole D. Is that giving him too much credit, or is that is that accurate? Because, I mean, really – you know, that was the big impact player that they traded for. He's supposed to, you know, rise everybody up around him, and it seems like it's happening. Yeah, it's, it seems like he is definitely rising this defense. And I think people were so critical in his first game, expecting him to just go off and have three sacks. I'm like, this is a new scheme. He's trying to understand the defense, understand exactly what's going on. That's what we saw in the first game, him kind of playing slow. And that's what you expect a lot of times, especially when a guy is not familiar with the scheme. And every game, he's just continued to get better with the pressures, now the sacks, like back-to-back games of slamming opposing quarterbacks uh, to the ground in this game, one and a half sacks. And that Russian cover is starting to work together, right? We're seeing some of the blitzes with some of the linebackers, but Sweat and Company, your guy, Javon Dexter, 
really starting to flash. And I told you, once he can all put it together, it's going to be a scary thing to watch because people were wondering why I was so down on the pick. And I was like, the thing is, he wasn't scheme ready, right? I knew he was a project, but he continues to get better and better. And, and Carm, he hasn't even scratched the surface of what he could do. He's still playing high at times. His get off is, is still slow. But imagine yeah. when he can put everything together, right, with the get off, the pad level, his strength, his size, his quickness. And the thing that I, I hate about the league right now is every time, like when he got when he got that personal foul, please tell me how somebody six foot six, three hundred fifteen to three hundred twenty pounds is going to stop while while they're, while they're going in there one two and be able to stop and avoid a hit on a quarterback. That do, that doesn't make any sense. That does not make any sense at all. It's one of the worst calls in all of football right now, and I think it's holding back because there was a guy. Um, what was his name? He used to play for the Rams. Uh, he was the one that talked about dinosaurs on uh, on Hard Knocks. W- Willie, uh, William, William Johnson, I, I think. He, I was a, uh, he was a defensive end. Yeah, he was a defensive end. And was he William was playing Hayes? for Miami. Willie Hayes, that's what it was. Yes. Will, Willie Thank Hayes, good, good call right there. So he was he, he went to Miami, right? And he was playing playing defensive line there. And he tried to avoid the quarterback. And he tore his ACL trying to do that. So th- this this whole nonsense has to stop. You should be allowed two steps, be able to hit somebody. Now, if we're talking about you doing extra stuff, slamming somebody to the ground, that should be a flag. But you cannot stop a big fella from coming full speed at you and expect somebody 300-plus pounds to stop. <laughs> it, it just doesn't work like that. Cars don't work like that. Humans don't work like that. You just took us out a, a left turner. Is I'm looking. I'm looking up your guy, William Hames. William Hayes, excuse me, confronts yep. his disbelief in dinosaurs. He didn't believe in them, huh? He, I, I, I got. I'm exactly. Gonna go, I'm gonna watch I remember that from Hard Knocks. <laughs> him talking to uh, Chris Long, I think it was at, at the time. But yeah, I, I thought that was the funniest part of it. But I think it is a stupid rule. You gotta, you gotta let the big fellas be able to complete two steps. Right now, yeah, if we're it, talking about some extra stuff, slamming people. That should be a flag right there, but you cannot stop momentum. It's just is what it right, is. Right, right. And I, I don't get how the league doesn't you know, you 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 can make a rule and then realize the rule is ridiculous, go back and say, Hey, look, that this is not with the intent of what we're trying to do. We didn't want dudes deliberately driving somebody into the ground further and 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 trying to you know bury him six feet deep. But in a, na- a natural football play, which you would be relying on officials to use their judgment but i think these people are smart enough to realize what is what is i mean i don't know i it real sucks bottom line to your where you started with dex i was watching him closely three weeks ago and i'm like your get off is still terrible you're late you are you are you're not there so he has come a long way in a short period of time to be able to be impacting the game like he is. And, you know, he was only credited with, with one quarterback hit and, and one, one tackle yesterday, but he's flashing all over the place. And it's like, you just got here. So how high is up for this guy? I don't know, but, but, it, it, but he ain't going to get worse. So this is, yeah. you, know, you know, it's, it's a celebration really. He can, he can only get better from here. I've said this, he has all the tools, but it's just a matter of putting it all together. And what's, what's the most impressive is still with slow get off, still with pad level high at times. 
it just shows how freakish of an athlete he is to be able to get home, to be able to push the pocket, to get hits, to get tackles. So I'm looking forward to him when he can really trust it. And I think this offseason is going to be huge for him. If I were him, I would have him train at a D-line specific place, right? So somewhere like Chuck Smith, one of those D-line gurus, and work with him on your pad level, on your pass rush, work on all your get off, and next year hit the ground running, right? This is your year. You'll be the three technique of the future. And all of a sudden, a guy that's 6'6", 315 pounds, that runs a 4'7", 4'8", coming off that three technique position, that length, that strength, that quickness, I mean, that that's going to be really hard hard to stop. So that would be my advice to him going into the offseason. Really yeah. focus on all those things. The, the scheme really, really held him back, right? And, and and that was his coaches at Florida, right? It's simple as that. They I've never seen a scheme, even in, in a read and react, where people get off that slow. It was – it was mind-boggling, but it, it's good to see him continue to improve. I loved his coach too at Florida. He came out with us in the summertime, and but he just got let go, Sean Spencer. But uh, and I'm not saying that he was leading that scheme either. Somebody should hire that guy. He was awesome on the show. So give, give that guy another chance. Which, by the way, shout out our guy David Braun, man, coach of the year. Go Cats, Woot. Your guy got your guy got some uh, some some props here for the season. How how about that? Right, turning this season around. Um, you know, I I, I kind of before the season uh, started. You know, I do I do a podcast, and I was I was saying about six wins. I thought this would be the year when you don't expect anything from Northwestern to get six wins. I said maybe seven. They ended up getting seven with a huge comeback win against Illinois. Seems like they're starting to play together, um, and they're going bowling. I mean, who would have would have thought that with everything, all the hazing allegations and and everything going on with them? Um, that Minnesota game was was really the turnaround from them when they were down big. And uh, came back in the third quarter, took it to OT, and uh, that heck of a play to the tight end to, to win the game. And I think that was the kind of turning point in their season. And uh, speaking of turning points, can, can this be the turning point for the Bears? I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay, well, let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about a turning point. You yeah. you did not score a touchdown yesterday. Mm-hmm. You you won a football game. Uh, for the first, like, 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 like they, you threw 21 passes at or behind the line of scrimmage. The Bears hadn't mm-hmm. won a, they're, they're 0 and 28 in the NFL this year for teams who did not score a touchdown in games. The Bears are the first one to win one. The Bears hadn't won a game like this since 1993. I mean, this is not a conventional thing like, hey, okay, we figured it out, but. The defense is getting better. Mm-hmm. Justin did take him down the field, got him in position for a game-winning kick, which he hasn't done to this point. Um, I, I, so th- th- we can put that in there. I don't know about it. I don't know about a turning point, but I do think there is something. I'm not exactly sure what, but there is something starting to build here. They're they're winning more games, three and three in their last six. I know it's none of, none of this. To sexy sixteen about the Minnesota, you know that that team is going to be it's going to be a miracle if they make the playoffs the way they looked last night. But I do think there is at least something building here. Do you think so? I, I think so, especially defensively. Right, um, what we're seeing defensively the past two weeks is is really elite play as far as turning the football over, especially in this game. Anytime you can get four picks in a game, you know they pressured the quarterback constantly. Um, making Dobbs throw errant throws. Shoot, Jalen Johnson should have about six picks this season. He dropped a bunch. Um, 
like he's he's playing lights out right now. So it's good to see him playing well. Um, it's good to see the other the other uh, secondary playing well as well. And and now Sweat is starting to elevate their game. So I'm I'm looking forward to them continuing to progress, right? And and people were really down upon the Sweat uh, trade, and I was just kind of scratching my head because you know I've been really big on him, his length, his strength, his ability. I thought he was he's a great uh, left end, has that has that extreme length he's able to push the pocket and get home and we're just seeing him get more and more comfortable in this scheme so i really like it it addresses your your one end position that you had to take care of now in the off season you know you can worry about the other end or potentially a three technique and who knows if, if dexter keeps coming along you know maybe he could be potentially be that that three technique of the future right <laughs> the only thing that holding him back is get off Carm. because i've talked about this tampa two scheme is, is a defensive lineman's dream. You're able to get off the football and not have to worry about your gap because what penetration creates your gap? It, it, it boggles my mind because it's so hard to trust when you first get into it because you're like, this goes against everything we've ever been taught. Gap discipline, stay in your gap. But the thing is, if you penetrate up the field, you set the edge. And, and that's why some people don't trust it because think about Dexter, right? He's in that two-gap scheme. He's like, I have to stay in my gap and all this. And it's a thing of just not trusting it. So once he can trust it, along with some of these other guys on the team, I really feel like, you know, a guy like him, a guy like Pickens can really start to come along. And, um, you know, I think that's why Justin Jones has been really good in the, in the run game because he's really been getting off well um, in, in run, uh, pass uh, in running situations. So I'm looking forward to seeing their, their continued progression in the scheme. Do, do you think it's fair to say, Woot, that they are one more – defensive lineman impact defensive lineman away from having i don't know about elite defense that's the word that's popping in my mind let's just say just shy of that upper level two. i think i think they're two away from okay. i think they're away from a, do, a dominant pass rushing three technique a dominant pass rushing three technique and and a dominant right right end because it seems like sweat his home is the left end which which i love six six long arms you know 270 really play that left side. Now we need a dominant pass rusher, whether whether that's a guy, you know, that could put up 12 to 14 sacks. You put them on both sides and then a three technique in there, watch out now. When they slide the protection one way, all of a sudden Sweat's got a one-on-one. -on -one. Slide the other way, all of a sudden the three technique's got the one-on-one. -on -one. That's why the three technique is such a critical position because they're usually, you know, in situations one-on-one, -on -one, right? You try, you try to put the three technique where they're sliding away from you. So you have that true one-on-one. -on -one. That's why Tommy Harris, that's why Henry Melton were able to really make their mark in this scheme. You know, Warren Sapp for years um, in Tampa because it really puts the emphasis on that one-on-one -on, -one on that three technique, right? You're one-on-one -on -one in space. You know, most of these three techniques in the Tampa two are really highly athletic guys. You know, Henry Melton played running back, right? Tommy Harris, quick, quick as a cat, you know? Warren Sapp for as big as he was, nimble feet, right? Quick as heck. So if, if they can get that going, I think that would really make a difference because that's when this scheme really flourishes, when you, when you have great rushers and especially in particular the three technique. What are you seeing? And I want to get to the offense too here coming up in a second, but um, what, what are you seeing from Tremaine Edmonds, Woot? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a guy that's flying around, man. Super athletic. Sorry, Carl, you're, you're cutting out a little bit. No, you you roll, roll me, Woot. Like, I, I, I got like, 
he's finally, to me, we're seeing him a lot more. I don't know what the difference is if it's if it's just what's going on up front, but something's happening that 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 I'm liking seeing. I, I'm curious what your what your reaction is to what how Tremaine's settling in now. Well, you muted what? yourself, I think. Yeah, we lost your audio there. Where? Uh-oh. There you go. There it is. Oh, you got me? Yeah, there it is. Okay. Sorry. No, no. I was just like, what we're seeing right now um, is him finally being able to play, right? Because the defensive line is playing so much better, right? Justin Jones, um, you know, Andrew Billings, uh, Montez Sweat, all these guys are now playing playing a lot better. And what it does is it takes the pressure off off the linebacker. So we're seeing them able to flow and go, you know, those guys are playing really well right now. And it's hard to play well when the defensive line isn't getting penetration, isn't taking the blockers off you. Uh, hey, if you got him going and TJ's been rock solid, mm-hmm. Sanborn, my guy, is is, is, is is still representing 57 in a positive way. Now we got Montez. Now we got Dex. Now we got the back four. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I think Eddie's in trouble as far as next year and because of his contract, and it won't be super expensive to let him go. But I liked what I've seen from Tyreek. To to me, I'm paying Jalen. I, I don't – you're paying Jalen Johnson, right? Or am I nuts? 100%. I mean, he's, he's a true lockdown corner. I mean, he showed nothing but that. Like, it, it's unbelievable, like, how he's just elevated his game and, and – uh yeah, I think the proof is in the pudding. If you don't pay him, somebody else is going to pay him. So I would rather retain him because then you drafted talent. You kept him in-house. He's a talented guy. Imagine, Carm, when we have Montez Sweat on the left side. We have a dominant dude on the right side. And then we have a three technique that's a guy that gets seven to ten sacks a year. Imagine how deadly that defense is going to be with the linebacking core that we have, right, and the secondary as well. Lights out. Look at the way they're playing now, missing two dominant pass rushers. So imagine what that can do. So that's why when people are talking about, hey, how what are we going to do in this draft? We got two two really high picks, it looks like. And what are we going to do with this? And, and you know, the, the quarterback conversation has come up. And, um, you know, I, I'm very anti that because I do think you know, Fields has to improve for sure in certain areas, right? But I feel like he has been playing, you know, those two fumbles, can't do that, right? But how he bounced back in a game where everybody was so critical about he can't finish the big game and all this. And I know the game was was a low scoring game and, and people could talk about how boring it was and this two really good defenses. Right. Guys making turnovers. But when the game was on the line, third and ten, you know, to, to stand in the pocket, deliver that ball to D.J. Moore and, and clinch the game. I think that was huge, because especially after turning the ball over twice when the game's on the line. Right. Most people would be in their head, you know. But he, he rebounded, right? And the thing is, early on in the game, the, the, the play calling was awful for majority of the game. How many swing screens do we do we call in this? Like, I, I, I'm just trying to figure this out, right? Just, just, just help, me, help me figure this out, right? So you're, you're trying to figure out what you have from Justin Fields, right? Um, let's see what he can do passing the ball. Okay, let's just throw a, a side screen. Let's throw another side screen. Let's throw another side screen. Three in a row, right? First, second, and third down. But you're trying to figure out what you have in Justin Fields. That just doesn't make any sense at all. You know, when you're trying to evaluate and figure out what's going on. Yeah, it's the same question that I asked today. 
helping him. You are not separating yourself as an offensive coordinator. You are very much, maybe you're here, maybe you're not. Is this what you want to show the rest of the league? That I can call 7,000 screens? So I just, I don't get it. Uh, let's talk about that in a second here. Uh, but let's shout out our friends at DraftKings. Can you believe we're this deep into the NFL season? Got to make every second count. DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every game tape. Bet on your favorite teams for shot at winning the big bucks. New customers, you can score $150 instantly in bonus bets, betting $5 on any matchup. Listen, uh, if you took the Bears yesterday, you were you you got you got a couple dollars, but there was I made some money yesterday on, on my man Roshan Johnson. Thank you, DraftKings. 23 and a half yards. I gave that one out on pregame. My guy Gary Ross cashed in. Good job, Gary, listening to me. Rare that he does that. Congratulations to him. Betting partner of the NFL. Download the app. Now, and use that code CHGO, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on the NFL, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. The crown is yours. All right. Woot, you want to keep Justin Fields? You're not – we get the number one overall pick. Forget Caleb Williams. Forget Drake mm-hmm. May. No. Yep. No, no. I, I, I would I – would, and I, I know this is controversial for a lot of people, but um, I, I just think – Given the, given the situation, I think we can all agree that the play caller is bad, right, across the board. Even when Tyson Bajan was in there, he's been so inconsistent and up and down, right? What we saw in the in the Detroit game, right, do you think Justin Fields played well enough to win that game? Yes. Of course he did. Of course for, he did. For the most part, the game plan was well. When you had a game plan, when when you got him on the move, looks pretty good, right? So my, my, my thing is, like, I feel like they're holding him back, and this should have been a big progress year. And we're just we saw his progress get stunted this year. I think he's super talented, right? We we all know that he's super talented, right? I think, especially coming back from in the Detroit game, right? When when he was out for a while, I thought he played pretty well, being rusty, not not being fresh and, and all that, like not having consistent games in a row. This game, the turnovers killed him, right? Other than that, I thought I thought passing the ball for the scheme that they called, I thought he did okay, right? It's kind of hard to get in a rhythm, Carm, when you got 15 swing screens. Like I don't, I don't understand that. So my only thing is like this: if you build, if you build around this team, right? You build, you build the defensive line, right? You continue to build that offensive line. I am a firm believer in that wins championships. Obviously, you have to have playmakers. Um, maybe add another piece at wide receiver, right? Because you're going to have a decision. Because Darnell Mooney is in his fourth year this year, right? Correct. That's right. Yeah, so you have a decision to make what you're going to do as far as receiver. But I'm just a firm believer in the teams that do the, do the best and are most consistent usually have the best offensive-defensive lines, right? San Francisco, Philly. Um, it's it's just frustrating because, yeah, this year has kind of been a wash as far as offense. Uh, defense has been improving. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like it's it's a wasted year as far as progress. We should be way further along than we are offensively. Appreciate everyone's checking out Bears After Dark tonight. Braggs is normally here, but we upgraded, so he's taking the night off. Uh, apologize for my slight lag here, which is apparently happening every now and then. But uh, can I get Big Cram's comment up here, Stephen, one more time? Because we're, we're going to do this. Nine ninety nine, my man, Big Cram. Ah, shit. We got CHO's biggest fields believer versus Mr. Ty Curious right here uh, himself. 
Just let the matchup begin. Also, this is early, but how hard is it to switch from the 4-3 to the 3-4 just in case the Bears switch? Um, so yeah. why, why don't you tackle that and 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 just to put it out there, and I don't want yeah. to cause any controversy, but 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 I think if Ty Subajian was quarterbacking last night, the Bears would have been in the end zone at least one time. I'm just saying. But go ahead, <laughs> tell me, tell me the four, three, three, four. Um, yeah, no, I I think I think for what they have right now, I think they're more su- suited for for the four, three. I think they just need another piece at at the end position because I'm I'm thinking about it from a standpoint like I think Sweat potentially could be a stand up rusher. But I think he's better as a four-three left end, right? And I, I think just the way the linebacking core is, that would shake some things up here or there. And then the way the secondary is playing, I think you just need two guys at the defensive line position. You need a, a dominant three technique, and you need a great pass rusher on the other side. I feel like if they can address those things, four-three would would be the great thing. So I wouldn't like them to switch. I think the four-three would be better suited for the personnel that they have. All right, get, get, I think we got one more super chat. Pop it on in there, Steven. Who do we got? Let's five dollars for my guy Z Sean. Did you see the clip of Kyler getting punched? Yeah, kind of do and punched him. And that was a weird moment in the game. Uh, I, you know, what bothers me more about that play than anything else is that Kyler was not involved in the play, he's trailing it 30 yards back. And you got officials like looking around. What can I call, dude? <laughs> look the other way. It has no impact on anything. We don't need you to be, you know, the hall monitor here. That's not really. That's not the job that I'm looking for you to do. Exactly. Do you have your bathroom pass, sir? No, I got to use the bathroom, man. Get out of here. Get out of my face. Don't um, worry about if I took my damn ass helmet <laughs> off. Exactly. I mean, the the thing is, is his face mask was hanging there. Uh, he tried. He tried to plead his case, but every everybody once they have the the whistle, all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, this impacts the play. I gotta call it." It was the stupidest thing. Sometimes refs take their job a little too serious. That didn't have anything to do with the play. People, I feel like people like he's not the first one to take his helmet off after a play. Like I feel, I feel like I've seen a couple instances this year where that's happened and no flag, but. Well, if he was taking it off to like let every you know show himself off. That okay, if you don't want that because you 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 guys just want to you want to rep the jersey and not the actual individual, which is disgusting, by the way. But if that's what your thing is, that's not what he was doing. So again, yeah. you you can use some you can use some brain power to make decisions. That was that was just poor and you know spirit of the rule, letter of the law. That dude, I, I give me give me give me the spirit official every single day of the week. All right, look, let's just talk about Justin for a second. It's going to get talked mm-hmm. out at nauseum, but that's he cool. he. Like I want, I, I'm, I've, I like Justin. I've said it a zillion times. As a dude, I, as a leader, like when I watched him in the locker room afterwards, yo guys, thank you. I should not have fumbled twice. You, I appreciate the support. Like all of that, it shows how much he means in that locker room, which is cool. Um, but Woot, uh, you tell me. Mm-hmm. And. Can't seem to find anyone. You get the video of you know EQs just sitting there like waving his hand, like "Hey, over here," mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm just wondering, you know, is he ever going to be a guy who can process at the level that you really need to, you know, be a a, a true impact player at the quarterback position, the toughest spot to play in the NFL. I, I just well, I still have my doubts. 
Yeah, it's it, it, it's tough, right? Because there's certain instances where you see them and you're like, yes, you, you have to make better decisions, right? You got to hold on to the football. You got to be able to see the full field. But I do think at the same time, right, uh, people are more critical on Justin Fields than a lot of other quarterbacks out there, right? Like a guy like Josh Allen is not playing very well right now, right? And I think people, obviously he has a different track record and he's had a different level of success in this league. But the thing is, sometimes people play bad. It's as simple as that, right? You have a bad game. Um, I think with Justin Fields has a bad game in this, turning the ball over twice, fumbles, um, every every everything is blown up, right? He has to be better at that. You got to be able to take care of the football, and in certain situations, you got to have your eyes down the field. I think he's gotten better, especially in the Detroit game. I thought he was pretty well about how he was reading the field, his progressions, and all that. Minnesota is a tough team to play, and I don't think people give them enough credit because they bring the house, they give you different looks. Um, it is a tough defense to play at home, especially the way Brian Flores has those guys playing. So they've played a lot of teams with decent quarterbacks, and they've really struggled. Um, so I, I think the biggest thing is, yes, there's areas he need to improve, but I think that the biggest thing is they did win the game, right? So regardless of how bad it was at times with turning the football over my, the two fumbles yet, yeah, that cannot happen. But as far as the game plan he was given other than the fumbles, I mean, what do you, what do you expect to do from, from that standpoint? You know? Right. But it, it, yeah, but we're talking chicken egg, right? Like He's in the game because because doesn't trust him to sit back there when they're coming half the time. So he thinks he's going to get himself killed and 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 the offense. So let's just try to get it out quickly because he's not going to be able to process this quickly. So let's do this. Um, you know, my problem with Getsy, I thought Hogue made a good, a good point. Like, hey, you can make an adjustment in the middle of the game here, dude. Like, getting the ball out quick against them, I, I get it. That's what you have to do. But mm-hmm. how you're doing it. Let, let's be let, let's have multiple options here. Like the one of the best plays of the game yesterday was, you know, Cole Komet's up there. He's blocking. He releases. He's free in the middle of the field. That's an easy throw. Bang. Nailed him. And Komet can run. He's picked up 25 yards. It's almost like a screenplay. Where, where were the where were the screenplays? Where, 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 I'm talking about straight screen, not side screens. Where were the, yeah. Like when a team brings the house on you, what are they susceptible to? A, a running course. back screen. Yeah, tight end screen there. Um, so I just it, it, it's kind of hard for me to understand um, because the thing is, right? I, I, I my thing is like this: if you don't tr- if you don't trust Justin Fields and all this, then don't play him. Simple as that. Like I don't know why you're playing him if you feel like you don't trust him. The whole thing, what they're saying in the media, is not matching up to what they're doing. We need to see what we want from him, right? Last last week's game against Detroit, we need to see when the game's on the line and they took the ball out of his hands. And and then in this game, when the when the uh, game's on the line, he completes a nice pass, and you know they they kick the the game winning field goal. Um, yeah, there were some things that he didn't do well early on, but so so my thing is like this: I just didn't understand what they're saying versus what they're doing. Yeah, you know, it, it, this doesn't match up, right? If if you're trying to evaluate from him, and the thing is like this: they're either going to make a decision where they're going to keep him, or they're potentially going to maybe trade them. So, so my thing is like this: If you don't feel confident in them, why even play them? If you're not trying to evaluate and see what you have from them, then why throw a side screen? You could, you got Bajan do that. You could have anybody do that. You could have Khalil Herbert be the quarterback back there and do that. Like is Roshan Johnson now morphing into you know the, the top running back on this team, or is it that more of a is him playing seventy five percent of the snaps last night, seventy four to be exact, because 
Minnesota blitzes, and he's a better guy picking up the blitz than than Herbert. Exactly. Uh, but yep. but that was interesting. I look. Let, let, let's let let's. I'm gonna do a uh, an exercise here. Carmen Woot, mainly Woot, can talk directly to the Bears coaching staff right now. They are in. You are in the bye week. You yep. have you have two weeks. Come back out against Detroit at home. Five games left. Lions, Cardinals, Browns, mm-hmm. Packers, Falcons. You have a little breather here to try to figure out exactly what you want to do. How do you want to use these five games offensively, defensively to get the maximum production? You can possibly have going into the offseason. I think they already know in essence, you know what they have and what they don't have, but what, but what would you be telling them? Hey, Corey, you watch us. You played for us. What, how do you yep. think we should use this time? What's what's the best way we should go about the rest of our season here with a I don't know a one point two percent chance of actually being a playoff team? Yeah. yeah, I mean, continue defensively the game plan, right? The past the past two weeks, I think the, the defensive game plan has been great, right? With the exception of Detroit, those last two drives, I mean, I, I don't, they they they, they kind of shit the bed there, but for the most part, these past two games defensively has been solid. Offensively, script a game plan. That, that is catered to Justin Fields and what he can do, his strengths. That's all I want to see in these last five weeks. Because the thing is, right, whether or not you keep him or not, that could increase your trade value. And then if not, if you're going to keep him, you know exactly what you have from him, right? Game planning for success. That's that's the only thing that I hope. They get him on the move. They have him. Because my thing is, like, if, if you're talking about you want to evaluate, you want to see him, why are you not game planning to see what he can do? If, if you're scared, don't play him then. I, I don't understand, right? If he if he's out there, you got to play him and you got to script for success for him. If not, put Bajan in there. That 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 would be so, mine. Yeah, so he, he ran it 18 times against the Lions. Mm-hmm. Is that too many? I mean, I thought they had a good game plan for him. I mean, you, you, look, at, you look at what somebody like Jalen Hurts does, right? I, I think they are very similar as far as what they can do with their legs, right? And I always draw that comparison. Like, I think Justin Fields can be like a Jalen Hurts. And you look at his stats. His stats don't woo and wow you. The past couple of weeks, yes, he's throwing a lot of touchdowns and been responsible for a lot of touchdowns. But his stats are kind of pedestrian a little bit, right, the past the past couple of weeks. 190 yards passing. Um, but the thing is, he limits his turnovers. And what do they do? They have a really good offensive line. They, they run a game plan that's conducive to him. And, and that's what I – what I just wish the bears would do. And I think that's where they're missing the mark. And I get it. Justin Fields for a lot of people hasn't played capable up to the capability that they thought he would. Right. And I think a little bit, some of it's definitely on him. A lot of it's on the game planning. Um, I I mean, I, I don't care whatever quarterback was in there. I think with the way the game planning is, I don't think any quarterback would be successful. I don't. Um, my brilliant man here, butthead, outstanding moniker. Uh, I hate to say it, but I'm all for losing out, except crush the Packers. Fire Flues, hire Harbaugh, and see what Fields is made of. You want Jim Harbaugh here, Woot? I, do, I know I Braggs do. is. I do. You do. I, I, I would love him. Just just look at it. Look at his track record with quarterbacks, right? Look at his track record. And I look in particular about a, a mobile quarterback, right, and Colin Kaepernick, that 
once he played under his system, he was a pro bowler. He's one of the best quarterbacks. He's flexing, Kaepernicking on them. Um, the way they ran that offense, and and I talked about it uh, the last week with, with Braggs, they were one of the hardest offenses to defend, right, because they run the ball down your throat. And then all of a sudden you think they're going to run hard play action. Tough to get a rush there. All of a sudden the free zone, they got Ka Kaepernick on the move. It was just such a hard offense to defend. And I would love what he'd be able to do um, and what he'd be if they decided to keep Justin Fields. Um, yeah, I, I, it, it's, it's just hard for me because I feel like there's so much talent there, Carm. And um, the thing, the thing is like, I, I just feel like there's so much there. When I, when I look at the, the Denver game, when I look at the Washington game, I look at the Detroit game, like there is so much talent there and what he can do and what he can bring to the table. Um, but I, I'm, I would love for Harbaugh to come in and 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 give him a year with Justin Fields, right? Allow him to develop him. I guarantee you we'll see different results because why do you think a guy like Tua has had great success with Mike McDaniel? They were ready to toss him to the side. Tua can't play. He sucks. He's this. Mike McDaniel comes in, a true game planner, right? That's able to script for success. Yes, they have Tyreek Hill. But Mike McDaniel is an offensive genius. And what he's been able to do with Tua, I think – I think every quarterback deserves a play caller like that. We're not always going to get that, right? But I think every play call, every every quarterback deserves a play caller that can script for them, right? You look at what Lamar Jackson, how they catered that offense to him, right? Jalen Hurts, how they've catered that offense to him. There is a correlation to how you run an offense to somebody's strengths and how they perform. That's just facts. So let me just get this straight. I mood, I'm making you Kevin Warren. You're keeping Ryan Pauls? Yes, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep Ryan Poles for for another year, right? I'm gonna see what he's gonna do with this draft. I think I have to make a decision. I think I have to make a decision on on the head coaching uh, position, especially the offensive coordinator. I think I got. I think I got to make a decision depending on how they finish this year. Um, definitely, the coordinator has got to be out there. But think about this, right? If you have the opportunity to get a guy like John Harbaugh. I, I think you have to look at that, right? I, I like what Iberflus has done with the defense the past couple of weeks. My thing is like this. If you have the opportunity to get a guy like John Harbaugh, right, or or let's say if Sean Payton was available, a, co a coach like him, how, how how would you pass on that? Right. Uh, we're, we're, we're shouting. You're, you're, you're confusing John and Jim. Big Jim Harbaugh. John's not coming over from the Ravens. But yeah, Jim sorry, Jim. <laughs> yeah, same, same, same thing. Same family. Uh, we, we, we get the point. Look, you're the way you actually you're talking about it is is how I want them to do it. From like the the, the Cubs wouldn't have fired David Ross had they not they were Korea they not been able to get Joe Madden. So if you're gonna make a change. If you're if you're if you're planning on keeping Justin, then in my mind you're only making a change unless you can get an elite dude. It can't be we fired Flus, we fired Getze, and we're having some long, exhaustive search to find out who's coming in here. You have to have a direct idea of who you want. Know that you can get him. Already had the conversation. Know it's done. Tuesday. Fluce is fired, gets these out, and Wednesday you're announcing what you're doing. 
That's yeah. how a pro organization would do it. So, yeah. you know, it, it, now if you're moving on, if you're moving on from Justin, if you're going to make that move and you want to open it up and, and, you know, I, I still would like to see it go that way, but then it's a little bit different. But if you are actually going to keep in, in place what you're doing, uh, you're very, you know, ruthless, direct way. You're out. Mm-hmm. You're in. We're moving forward. Period. And yeah, by, and by it, the way, it, that lock that locker room would love it. I bet you they would. <laughs> yeah. The, the the thing about it is right. So I, I think back to the uh, the draft when Trubisky got drafted, right, with uh, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and all of them. Everyone's like, "Oh, we should have drafted Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes wouldn't be who he is if he got drafted to Bears. I'll, t- I'll tell you that much. He was in the perfect situation he could be." He, he was a project coming out, right? And he had a year to sit behind Alex Smith, learn that offense, learn from a veteran guy that came from San Francisco. Everybody tossed to the side and said, oh, he's a game manager. And he's a four-time pro bowler, um, you know, in Kansas City, one of the most efficient passers leading the league and, and, you know, passing yards, touchdowns, this, for a guy that's a game manager. So that's just the impact of coaching. And that's what people fail to realize because, yes, Justin Fields has to get better in certain areas, Right. But they're doing him a disservice, Carm, because he is so talented and he hasn't he hasn't even scratched the surface of what he can be because this staff is limiting him. And I think people fail to realize that because they're like, oh, he sucks. He's this. He's that. Just think about the situation. Right. Just think about if some other quarterbacks came to this. I think the only one that that maybe had a chance to do well was Deshaun Watson, because I think he was the most NFL ready. He's a guy that was a proven winner that that was NFL ready that had played a lot of games. I think he could have done well in that system potentially, but all these other guys, Trubisky and company that are projects, you have to develop him. And um, that's, that's why I'm just like pump the brakes on saying Justin Fields need to go. Think about it. Think about if you're developing a team, right? Offense, defense, that does win championships, right? Obviously you have to, but, but look, look at, for example, right? When Eli Manning won both Super Bowls, who, who won the Super Bowls for him? A defense, right? Sure. He had a crazy play to help him out on the helmet and all that, but the defense won that game, right? Justin Tuck should have won uh, the MVP in 07, right? As a younger guy, came in there completely, took over that game, right? Michael Strahan and company. Same thing in 11, right? Von Miller, when he when he played Cam Newton in them, right? Uh, Cliff Averill and the Legion of Boom took out Peyton Manning in them. Defense wins championships, right? Defensive line, a great offensive line. That, that's why I'm saying pump the brakes on this. Let's get a coordinator that can call plays, right, that, that is an offensive genius. Let's build around Justin Fields. Let's build this offensive defensive lines, and let's take this thing to the promised land. Spoken like a true defensive lineman. I love it. What, what, what's, I, hey, I don't, I'm not saying you're, you're wrong either, and to, especially in, in the Bears' position here. But I, I'll, I'll, let, me, let me just to, just to quibble with you, Woot. Mm-hmm. The Houston Texans draft C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. Houston Texans were garbage last year. They were they they miraculously beat the Colts in in the final week of the season. We get the one. They do. C.J. Carolina gets it wrong with Bryce Young. At least to this point, Carolina fires Frank Reich this week. Who knows if Bryce could turn it around? I wouldn't rule it out. But C.J. has turned around that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, so. I get that it's it's a unique dude that you could pick a QB on a on a roster that is is that is not all the way there and win. 
But the Bears roster right now, I like what I'm seeing up front, right? Darnell, you're 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 gonna keep getting better. Mm-hmm. Tevin, if you can stay healthy, okay. Nate Davis been a wonky year, but when you're healthy, you seem fine. And center. and yeah, and, and so you need a center. You need a center. Yep. And, and and I think Braxton's gonna be fine. So yep. now you got DJ, right? Mm-hmm. You have um Cole Komet, you got Cole you got Com- running backs. You got, right, you got, you got running, running backs. backs. You, mm-hmm. you need you need another two receivers. And by the way, Darnell Mooney on the Kansas City Chiefs right now would he'd be a thousand yard receiver all day long. You're asking a five foot nine inch, one hundred and sixty pound dude to to block people that are two thirty, and you never throw him the football. If I was Darnell Mooney, I would walk into Luke Getzey's office right now and say, "Please, please, please, is, I I cannot do this. This is who I am. I don't get." Same thing with Tyler Scott, man. Now Tyler had trouble hanging on to the football, but I, I just. Anyway, my point, like that's just a bad fit. So, so real quick, when you're when you're talking about CJ Stroud, real quick, right? Yeah. Why he's why he's doing well, right? He's 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 playing great. But I don't know if you know much about his coordinator, right? He spent time six seasons for the uh, 49ers, right? Bobby Slowick, right? So he he is a Mike Shanahan, a Mike McDaniel disciple. So he learned over some, and he was their passing coordinator over there. So I think what we're seeing is is another young rising star. Not to take anything away from C.J. Stroud, but look how he's called plays for him, right? Look how he's got him confident. There's no, there's no, there's no 15 swing screens in the game. I'll tell you that. There's none of that. So that's my only thing. What could Justin Fields be if he had a Mike McDaniel, right? What would he be if he had a game planner that could that could script for success for him and, and put him in the right position? And uh, that that's why I, I, I just. You expect to draft a different quarterback and expect a different result. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. No, I got it. How much have you watched Marvin Harrison Jr. Woot? Oh, in college, yeah, he's a beast. He's what a beast. would you think about? What would you think about that pick? I, Bear, I, Bear, I, yeah, go ahead. So, 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 my thing is like this: Let's see what we do as far as free agency first, right? See what see what holes we can, because I think there's two positions on the defensive line that you're that you're you're you need to really fill. Right. I think I think that defensive tackle and defensive emphasis, you got to fill those um, center position is one that we have to fill. I think we could potentially do that maybe in free agency or the draft as well. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset with it as long as we addressed one of those other needs on the defensive line. Right. Especially if, you know, Braxton Jones is your left tackle of the future. He seems like he's playing well and he's getting more consistent and he's getting in there. He's not hurt anymore. If you know what you have in Braxton Jones, you know you got right on the other side. Tevin Jenkins, you know you got him for another year, right? Nate Davis, hopefully when he comes back this year, he'll he'll be healthy, he won't be out, he won't be missing as much time. You get a center, all of a, all of a sudden you look a lot better. So um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at that pick just as long as we address some of the other issues on the defensive line because think about how great they could be um, if if they get a dominant pass rusher and a three technique, but at the same time. DJ Moore and Marvin Harrison Jr. would would be pretty beastly, right? Those two weapons there added Cole Komet in, in the red zone and a security blanket on the scene. Now, now we're talking a little bit, especially especially with the running backs that they have as well. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to it, um, but we just have to address some of the other needs as well. 
you and Cole Komet would get along great for the record. I don't know if you ever met him, but he's uh, I, 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 I see a, a potential uh, Woot Komet moment <laughs> in time someday. Hey, easy E134, $10 super chat. If the O line is set minus center and there isn't a D lineman worth drafting top 10, why not go after Marvin Harrison Jr. and Brock Bowers and roll two tight end sets better for running the ball? And Mooney is probably gone. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, shoot, look at look at um look at Gronk and Hernandez, how they were rocking, right, for years. Um it's, it's definitely he can stretch the field as well, Brock Bowers, right? He's a glorified wide receiver. So I'm I'm cool with that, but I think I'd rather have a Marvin Jones, uh, a Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, as opposed to a tight end, in, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I, I just I just think, man, he's he's arguably one of the best receiver prospects to come out. So if if they went this route, like LA is putting out their route, keep pulse, keep flus, new OC. Would, would, you down, you okay with that decision if it goes that route? You're you muted one more time. You got me now? We're good. Okay. Um, I, I would. And now somehow you're remuted. Am I good now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on here, but After I would dark. be. I'm good, right? <laughs> I would be good. I would be good with that scenario, right? Because okay. I think we can all agree, right? Everybody on the chats. Uh, let, let's light this chat up. Luke Getzey, I'm sorry, man. You like we say in Jersey, this guy out of here, get him out of here, right? I, I really do. Um, I, 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 I like, I like uh, old buddy from from Penn State. Um, you like Rashad? Very talented. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I think he, I think he's really, really talented. I think the thing is, like, I think Poles really likes Braxton Jones, and I think he's been improving and getting better. So my thing is, you got him for another two years, right? Essentially. And especially if you feel confident about him, about going against some of these dominant pass rushers in the league, you got that position for two years. So I, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but then all of a sudden Braxton Jones, if you feel confident, where are you going to put him? He's not a guard, you know? So exactly. Um, you like, like people are like you, you, you drive the left tackle. You're, you can't move Braxton Jones. No, you're, you're, that, you're giving up on him. Exactly. I mean, you're, Essentially you're, he's the swing. He's the swing tackle for the next two years. Right. Unless somebody trades for him, which I think somebody probably would, because I think he's played well enough, especially in the games he's been. Like, it's hard to find old linemen, right? It, it really is. I think it's the hardest position in football to find, right? That that and quarterback are, are two of the hardest positions. Because think about from a left tackle, a dominant left tackle. You're on an island against the best pass rushers in the game. One-on-one, -on -one, they're sliding the protection away from you. You don't get chip help. You're not relying on that. So you got to be a dude. So not, that's the question I asked the Bears is Braxton Jones a dude, right? Is he the guy that you're going to feel confident on sliding protections away from one-on-one, -on -one, mano -a mano against a Miles Garrett, against, a, you know, the best pass rush in the league? Is he going to be able to do that, right? And I, I think only time will tell. I think he's done well. But I think this is evaluation for a lot of people, um, you know, on this team. Yeah, it, it's fair. <laughs> um people are asking is Carmen a cubicle yes I am and it's true this is my second job Drew just nailed it as a telemarketer I am the dude that answers when you call up at Amazon and uh you know I direct you in the right direction and and I and I'm and, I, and I'm a lead at it 
So uh, CH Joe's give, afforded me this opportunity to connect with the people. I throw in there that they need to subscribe to CHGO. Amazon doesn't know that I do that, and that's the move. And you muted yourself. Did I do it again? Am I there? Now you're good. No, <laughs> I don't know what is going better, on. You're better. Okay, there's there's something going on here. I don't know, Carm. And this never happens with brags. I don't know what you're bringing to the it, show. No, it, it, you're a telemarketer. It, it, you're a telemarketer selling copies. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Hi, this is Mark Carmen. <laughs> this is the guy. Would you guys like to buy a bunch of cocky? <laughs> Listen, I got an elite package of cockies for you. They, oh, hey! Six, six pack, and and we got oh. you. All right. Well, hey, hey, Wood, how? Give me a grade on you. One out of ten. How'd you do on your Thanksgiving? Uh, I did. I did about a nine point five. You know. Um. So I, I, uh, I'm not a turkey guy at all. I'm a big ham guy. Uh, like the mashed potatoes, the the. The candied yams, you know, mac and cheese, the the whole bit, um, apple pie, you know, you know how it goes. Um, but you should have seen Bragg's last time getting at his mother, Barbara. Yeah. Brutal, man. I've never seen nobody talk about their mom's cooking like that. And he's like, What? Her food sucks. <laughs> I'm like, What? Yeah, I personally I, I I would if I was Barbara, I would I would I would I would demote Gregory. I wouldn't disown him because he is a sweetheart, but I would demote him to uh, you know, second cousin, something along those lines. And and you know, when he calls for for help, I exactly. would leave him out. How, there. Was, how was your Thanksgiving, man? So so Bragg's actually messaging me right now. Uh number one, he said if you guys said anything bad about him to say that he still runs this show. And number two, he says, Tell Carm he sucks. So, yeah, there so you go. The, the the important thing to remember is that I started this show. The important <laughs> thing to remember is that I got the show off the ground. The important thing to remember is that this show is better when I'm on it. And um, Ooh, Braggs is over here like, well, I don't know what Carb's thinking because I'm this bricklayer. <laughs> you know, yeah. Matt yeah. Painter. Matt Painter told me that if I just keep trying hard, and you know, I'll be better than Carm. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can try hard all you want, but, you know, there's this thing that they say in the business. It's called talent. And, uh, you know, you just – I mean, John Paxton can shoot all the jump shots he wants. He he's not going to be MJ. So, you know, I, I'm, I – I mean, not to there's call myself car, MJ, but right? – That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, no, I, I thought I was the lead at Thanksgiving. Mood. I, I came in um, – I, 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 I got the frosty mug going early for the Lions and the Packers. I, th I thought I executed that extremely well. And then I segued into uh, three plates, not two. You know, some people go two. I go three, um, and I and I don't. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't leave there without feeling completely sick. So I, I think that is. You know, that is the whole point. And 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 I I was I was pretty impressed with my performance. But um, at any rate, I, I what's, for real. What's I, up, baby? Who are we looking at? Enrique. Woot yep. woot. My man. Yeah, exactly. You, you serve me, Cram. <laughs> Big Jordan. Big Jordan. I haven't seen I haven't seen you in a minute. I uh, appreciate you. Hey, hey, last thing here. I don't know. I don't know if you did you ever have the pinch nerve? Have you ever had a pinch nerve? Oh yeah. I I got one right now, man. I was golfing when I was back home and I, I think I swung too hard one of the times in my freaking my shoulder and then my lower my lower back right by my ql is all jacked up man because i was trying to hit bombs that's what we do over here 
and uh, how do you, you know? How do me. I get rid of this thing? So what you have to do is a uh, trigger point there, right? Because the nerve is entrapped. So you got to do a little trigger point therapy and keep under, you know, and uh, <laughs> whoa, chill out, chill out. <laughs> what is, <laughs> but you, you, you got, you got to get that knot out, right? The knot is causing that pinch nerve. So, I, so, yeah. so I need somebody to work this knot. Get, why don't, why don't you have Braggs do it? I'm sure he would love to do that. He's too soft. He doesn't have the, he doesn't have the power. Oh, <laughs> I need, I need, I need real man, or more like preferably real woman if we're being real. But you know, uh, Braggs doesn't have that power. He's got those bricklayer <laughs> hands too. I don't want, I don't need that touching me. I need, I need somebody who's like, you know, experience. he's got media hands now, so he lotions and moisturizes every two seconds. Yeah. You know, I got these, I got these media hands, Carm. Hold, you see this spirit finger. <laughs> I don't know. I shake that dude's hands way too much. It's like, I got to get out. I got to try to get out of there as quick as possible, man. Works hard. I don't know how, how the, how the family does it, but you know, yeah, but that's, that's called love. The thing is you're getting ready for your, for your tennis match. You got, you got the brick juice or what? You know, I, I'm, I'm going to, I have my, I have my super food meal, uh, pregame with the, with the sweet potato and, and the, and the blackened chicken and, and a little bit of the salad concoction that I do. So, but I might, I might hit up a little, 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 little something energizer smoothie situation, and then yep. uh, old man Moria, whoever the hell is going to be there, is going down. Tonight. Appreciate you being here for reals. Yep. Yeah. No. Definitely. Last thing before we get out of here, man. I just want to say it, and I said this earlier. The biggest thing I want to see is them is them let Justin Fields loose, right? Game plan for him, suit to his strengths, and allow him to play. Because if you're throwing a swing screen right, left, 17 times, how are you going to fully evaluate what he can do, right? If you're on the fence of what he can do and you're swing screening 15 times, how are you going to evaluate what he can do? Let him let him play. So, so okay, let's, let's, let's end strong then. You're Justin. You just went through this game last night. You're about to go <laughs> off wherever he's going for his – bi-week celebration yeah. relaxation get himself ready for the rest of the season are you calling up luke etsy before you leave town and be like hey i want to talk about this we cannot are you having that conversation or are you just kind of like i, I think they probably you? already had that conversation when, whenever they met to watch the film like whether that's because they probably had they might have had today no they, they probably no no they they probably they probably watched the film today so i guarantee you they probably had a conversation about it Carm, there's no reason 15 swing screens that's just that's just stupid. That's stupid at that point. It's just nonsense. So it, it just goes against everything that they're saying. Do you not agree with that, right? You're saying you need to see from him. You need to see what he's like when the game's on the line. And then you do this. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying, do, do, would you encourage him as a guy who played in this league? Dude, advocate for yourself. Let him know. A hundred percent. You know, I, I, I think that's what he has to do. I think that's as a quarterback and as a leader of a team, you have to advocate for yourself. If you feel like a play caller is not calling what he needs to do, you need to do it because when you're not playing well, he's going to tell you straight up, you're not playing well, right? You got to be better in this area. So you got to keep it 100 with each other. And I think that's the great part of when a quarterback and a coordinator are on the same page, they can have those uncomfortable conversations and they're really not uncomfortable because, because they know deep down, Hey, I got to call a better game. That's on me. Right. I, I look at a guy like Kevin Kevin O'Connell, right? And just the way he's gone about everything with Josh Dobbs, right? And from the moment he came and, and even as bad as he played in that game, 
right? He was like, there's things I can do better. I got I had to give him some better plays. And, and I think that's a leader, right? We obviously know he's the head coach and he's the coordinator, but he's taking accountability for stuff, even maybe when it's not his. So I would just like both of them to take accountability, right? I got to do this better. Hey, I got to call these plays better. Let's work together. Let's get this thing going. Because at the end of the day, Luke Getzey's job is on the line. Justin Fields' job is on the line. Everybody on this team's job is on the line, right? With the exception, with the exception of a few guys. Help me help you. Let's all help exactly. each other. Let's exactly. live this dream. Yep, let's do it. Appreciate everybody checking out Bears After Dark. Braggs is back next week. Woot is the best as always. Can't wait to – whenever you're coming back into town, I can't wait to see you. So, Exactly, uh, my man. Well, good, good luck in your tennis match and uh, <laughs> in, in, enjoy some uh, whatever you call it afterwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> producing as always. Uh, Bring back tomorrow with Herb Howard at noon. So uh, Baldy will be with us to start the show tomorrow. Everybody have a great rest of your night. Appreciate you watching After Dark. We'll see you next time. We all silly like the mayor. 